everybody in the world to the Michael the Brief Variety Hour on every podcast provider in and around God's beautiful blue-green orb that we call planet Earth. Baby, uh, I am Michael Dupree, your host. Uh, today is February 24th. It is the last Monday of February, guys, which means we are one, uh, two... One-sixth of the way through the year. God, I'm bad at fractions. <laughs> I really failed at, at fractions in school. Um, two, we are one freaking week away from my dang birthday, baby. 28 years old, I think. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Not, born in 92, how old is that old enough? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 28 years old. You, at a certain point, you just you don't yeah. know anymore. You don't Just know. racking them up. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you've never listened to the Michael the Pre Friday Hour before, it is an art showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians, painters, poets, artists, sculptors, directors, writers. I said sculptors again, but it still ain't true. Don't even tell me if you know a sculptor. <laughs> I've been burned too much. <laughs> I've been burned way too much. Uh, and it's also the world's only mandatory podcast. So welcome back, everybody on the planet. Uh, we have a great show for you guys today. Later on, we'll be joined by the number two tarot card reader in Milwaukee, Ritania. Uh, but right now, we are joined by indie singer, songwriter, Lucky June. Welcome. <laughs> hey, welcome, thanks for Lucky. having me. Thanks. Great to have you on the show. Uh, so how's your 2020 been so far? How are you feeling one-sixth of the way into this dang year? <laughs> I've had uh, two colds in the stomach flu, but other- <laughs> otherwise... That's, that's called the I, devil's trio. I, I know. <laughs> it's, it's been uh, rough so far, but I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty oh, hopeful. Man. That How that are you was, feeling right now? Feeling fantastic. I'm gl- I'm glad it. You know, <laughs> they passed. You're you're yeah. living your best life now. Yeah, right now I am. Yes, <laughs> great. The bar is pretty low. Yeah. Uh, what What do you got? <laughs> what are you excited about the the rest of the the next five sixths of the year? <laughs> How's your vibe for the next? My, five, you know six? what? My vibe is the, my vibe is pretty pretty good. Yeah, I got a good. lot of good things going on. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm loving the hair. You got Thanks. like a kind of a buzzed green look going on yeah. it's new and it's raw it's awesome yeah i decided you know i haven't i haven't dyed my hair a weird color since like i was like 19 which is many really? moons ago because <laughs> it is always just like you know lots of t- pillowcase you know like that you had pillowcases you had to throw in the trash afterward <laughs> but um but you know i figured whatever i'll just you know i can always shave it back off if i don't like you it. can always buy more pillowcases <laughs> and that's the same too yes <laughs> yeah uh, so let's talk about you a little bit. Uh, where are you uh, originally hail from? I grew up in uh, Royal Oak, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I spent like my whole adulthood like in um, San Francisco. Wow. So yeah, I've been back though in Michigan for um, oh six or seven years. What uh, what brought you to San Francisco? You know, I just wanted when I was twenty one. I was like, I need to get out of here and have an adventure. Yeah. I dropped out of college. And just took a road trip across. I mean, honestly, I didn't have any, you know, I don't know. But you didn't it was have great. any intention on moving at first? You know, I... You were just kind of like, I'm just going to drive. Well, I did have an intention on moving. It just kind of, I didn't really know, like, I had no job. I had nothing lined up. I had nowhere to live. But you knew you, knew you were going to San Francisco. Yeah, that was the only thing okay. I knew, yes. So, yeah. So you're just like, oh, I'm just going to go out there and yeah. figure it out. And you did. I totally <laughs> did, yeah. How was it, like, what was that process like, uh, kind of... You know, you're there. Yeah. What do you? What's the? What do you, What's the first thing you do? Sleeping on someone's couch with like about five thousand other people in a tiny, like you know, super tiny studio apartment where everyone stayed up like all night long. <laughs> um, but you know, it was it was fine. I got like a temp job and like ended up like it. It all worked out. Yeah. You know, I lived in a bunch of like real crappy apartments and like you know, black mold. And you know, played, but I played a lot of music. That and... is like the scariest thing in the world to me, black mold. <laughs> yes. Oh, they didn't want to do anything about it either. <laughs> you guys are like, oh, you know that we're <laughs> we're gonna get respiratory issues, uh, right? Yeah. 
Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. But it was back, like, when San Francisco was still weird, you know? I moved nah. out there in, like, you know, the early 2000s. So, because, you know, now it's, like, you know, tech bro central. Like, mm. everyone's on, like, motorized, like, mall cop scooters and, like, you know, makes a million dollars. You know, it was back when, like, it was an art, art like, super queer artistic community. Everyone was odd and poor. Yeah. And so I got to live there during that Yeah, time. and so, like, once that kind of, that, that kind of, yeah. Table started to turn. Did, yeah. Is that when you kind of got tired of it? It was way too. Also, yes. First, that like you know it was becoming really gentrified. I mean, I probably you know I'm I'm sure that I could have been part of the gentrification thing, but you know I wasn't like what I, you know it was like becoming the neighborhoods were changing in such a way that I just felt like it was the interesting cultural diversity was going away. Yeah. Everyone, and then it was super expensive. I mean, you pretty much had to work to live and live to work. So yeah. unless you were like, you know, a plastic surgeon, you pretty much like we're going to live in a refrigerator box, you yeah. know. I, I've so, seen some of the, the prices on the, the rent. Oh my gosh. Some of, just the rent alone, like. It's criminal. It's yeah. just, it's highway robbery, man. Yeah. So yeah, I was just like, this is not going to like, this is not going to work. So you, so what brought you back to, to Detroit? Yeah. I mean, family. I mean, I, I'm sure. an only child. I'm really close, you know, I'm really close to my, my parents and and then, like, I mean, like, my credit score was, like, 430, you know? Oh. <laughs> I was, like, I You're like, well, like, I'm not buying a loft in Manhattan I, anytime yeah, soon. <laughs> I know. Like, I have, like, you know, the recession. And then, like, the, like I just, like, it drained the financial life out of me. So, yeah. like, I needed to, like, move back and, like, retool. And, like, now, like, I, like, own a house and, like, ha- you know what I mean? You can't do that in San Francisco. Yeah. So, you know. I own a house for, like, less than $15 million. <laughs> I know. My house, like, costs as much as someone's pickup truck. So, yeah. like. <laughs> Good life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, how did you first get interested in music? Uh, what was the kind of the the genesis of that? Um, you know, I grew up with my my grandfather, my my mom's dad. He played folk music. He played like banjo, guitar. He had like a kind of like a Doc Watson kind of vibe. His voice seriously sounds like Doc Watson. And so, like, I heard him playing growing up. I was always into bluegrass and folk and. You know, but then, you know, in the in, in high school and stuff, I started just listening to all different kinds of music. I, I you know, like many people, like, really loved Ani DeFranco mm. and, you know. So it, I started um, picking up guitar when I was about 15. My, um, my mom and dad got me guitar lessons, and I just fell in love with it. Started writing songs immediately and... Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, what did you would you say you start you were taking it like very seriously from the beginning or yes. what? Okay. Yeah. We like writing songs right off the bat. Right. I have had like I I've had zero interest in like playing any covers, and it's so funny because I've realized like, wow, like every musician's entire career is based on playing covers, and like mm. I don't know, like I don't know any. I know "Blister in the Sun." Yeah. That's what I know. <laughs> Which is you a know? good song to cover. That's always a fun. <laughs> it's one. super fun. I still yeah. like you know. <laughs> bust it out sometimes for yeah. like <laughs> our two and four year old who like you know scream over it and like oh. sing out sing frozen from or you know let it go let from it go. frozen over top but let it go <laughs> yeah. like a blizzard <laughs> right oh my god totally I, you know what I do need to do a mashup there yeah they will be seriously like livid because they're purists about Disney so <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what, what was uh, kind of was there was that kind of unco- like subconsciously like you're just like I want to write my own stuff or uh, did you kind of actively avoid covering music you know both I always felt like I don't know like I never liked it I mean not that like it happened a bunch of times so like there was a few times when someone else like another musician would like cover like one of my songs and I'd always feel like that's kind of weird I mean it's fine like, I mean this is also when I was young and figuring myself out you know yeah. and I, now I literally like kind of almost don't care about like anything in life at all except for just like being happy and like not getting yeah. the flu yeah. um, or a coronavirus yeah, um, <laughs> but like I'm like in the constant like I could dude, be any minute or I know, now you right? know that freaking two week incubation dude, period I'm OMG like... I know it's super terrifying <laughs> but yeah I don't know I think it's always just been an outlet for me you know like I've I I've always, I guess, wanted, like, it was my way to have something to say, you mm-hmm. know? And I feel like doing covers, like, for some reason, I just, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm saying anything. I'm just, you know, like, I think, what a jo- Joni Mitchell one time, I love Joni Mitchell, at a concert, like, obviously not one that I attended, but, like, you yeah. know, I don't yeah. know, in the 70s or something. She said something like, 
you know, they don't ask, like, <laughs> you know, painter to repaint, to paint another starry night. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, and you know, I mean, that's a little bit whatever. I mean, you're Joni Mitchell. You can say that type of thing. When I saw her in concert, she was two and a half hours late. I saw her, like, in 2000. She was two and a half hours late. Like, she was, like, smoking. How like, do you do that? <laughs> I don't know. Joni Mitchell, she showed up, like, dressed like she was, like, for, there for, like, the Oscars. It was pretty cool. But. <laughs> So anyway, I'm totally off track. I'm so no, sorry. No, no. I... <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, that's always interesting, you know. And like, I kind of have fallen into that plague as well. Yeah. Like, I'm not a prolific guitarist or anything, but I, I do know how to play. And you know, yeah. when you first learn, when I first was first learning, I would just learn covers yeah. so I could figure out that style. And um, then I just like, uh, but I, when I found that I would like try to go write music, and I've written a couple songs, yeah. but like, it's like nothing's as good as like the stuff, the other stuff that I already know how to play. You know? sure. So it's like, that's, you know, a good approach, I think, to, <laughs> to not use that as a crutch. Yeah. Um, so uh, you, uh, it's been a long time since you've last released an album. Right. Um, but you hardly slowed down with creating new music. Right. Cl- clearly, like, uh, you know, on your Facebook and YouTube cha- yeah. page, like you can hear, you know, throughout the last, it's been ten years since your last your last yep. album, right? Yeah. Um, but um so how do you uh well, well first of all, why why is why the yeah. long time between between albums? I mean, good question. I guess you know, so yeah, t- ten years ago when I released my last album, and the music industry, like the landscape of the music industry, or whatever, has totally changed. You know, like physical, what is it? Physical media was still relevant when yeah. I last released an album, oh, yeah. and I mean, not that I care too much about physical media. I don't own any like myself anymore. But I, and you know, and it was more important to have a record label and like have you know all of these other like entourage of other people like helping you. And now, I mean, it's just like. You know, download an app on your phone, press record and upload it and put an artwork on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like the – I think we've gone through this period. So anyway, I'm going to go on a – could go on a tangent there. I love where music is at right now. I kind of like just – I want to release it. I have enough. I have plenty of songs to yeah. do another you album. Have no shortage of awesome songs <laughs> yes. available. So I want to do another album. I don't know whether I'll do it on the record label that I worked with before, Silver Records in Raleigh, North Carolina, or if I'll just do something myself and just slap it up on Spotify and see what happens. Yeah. Um, but moving, you know, states and a lot of upheaval in the last several years, sure. like kind of slowed me down sure. with that. So yeah, but I mean, uh, I think like since what 2013 you've been very active totally. on your on your facebook page at, at least just yeah. uh, re- releasing a bunch of new songs that yeah. you've been writing um so how do you kind of uh, approach writing a new song is it do you get like an idea of a lyric in your head that just you can't get out or um is usually the melody come first how does that go always the guitar melody i don't know why because i love words so much but you know, I don't know. I'm like one of those people. I have to be happy to write music. I can't be like I wish I could be. You know, like Elliot Smith or something. Where oh. it's like I go like, oh my god, Holy Grail. I love him so much. Yeah. But like where it's like you know, a lot of people like you know can have creative process stemming from you know sadness. That's interesting. Totally can't. I have to be like in a great place. And yeah, honestly, like I write a lot in the summertime. Even though on my like porch. some of your stuff is is yeah. about sad stuff, it is. It's interesting that you you gotta be in that zone. You know, I think when I get really sad, I feel like I'm in a room with like walls around me, and I don't even know how to describe it. And I think I have to have some distance from it, like when I'm in a better place to yeah. be like to be able to like have that perspective. Yeah, so my songs are a lot about like you know like what is even reality or something. I don't know, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's I, I, honestly, it's it's just yeah. I start. I just usually start playing something with guitar and humming. And honestly, I don't labor over the lyrics much. It's just kind of whatever comes out of my mouth, and yeah. you know, unless it makes no sense, usually <laughs> I'll just keep whatever I say. Even so. better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you uh, you said uh, so. You, do you have any idea of when you might release a new album? You know, I would like that's my goal like this year, to be honest. So really? I've been trying to figure out like um I have all the songs written. I have I have everything ready to go. I have I invested in getting like a like the an interface so I can re- record it all myself. But then I'm thinking yeah, maybe I'll record in a studio. So I'm just kind of figuring about out the technical aspect of it, sure. but probably this year that's my big goal for this year. How would you uh say the themes of your music uh 
and just style have changed since the, your last major A album. ton. I mean, my first two albums um, were very, like, Mazzy Star, kind of, like, very, you know, still playing in the same style, but I was recording on, like, literally a webcam USB mic in a closet. And, like, really? I, so I was just like, you know, this sounds, like, horrible, and you can hear, like, sirens and stuff, so, like, I'm just going to put a ton of reverb on it. And so it ended up kind of sounding very much like if, like, like maybe, like, Lana Del Rey or something was, like, really poor and, like, recorded on, like, an iPhone or something or a flip phone. And so, like, it was – it's kind of, like, looking back, like it's kind of cool. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess looking back, I'm like, oh, because it's kind of, like, vintage for me now. But, yeah, so, I feel like people <laughs> like Lana Del Rey are trying to capture that sound. Right. No. Yeah, it was totally unintentional because I was poor and had no – resources and didn't know how to use anything <laughs> but like so my my style um my style really hasn't changed but I think like what people heard on my recordings well I think now I'm more interested in just pure like guitar and voice in a more crisp like yeah just plain sound you know no effects or anything like that so very yeah. cool uh well let's hear one of those okay. crisp <laughs> songs <laughs> Uh, right. What is this first one called? Okay, the, wait, what is it called? Oh, it's called Shoot Straight. Shoot Straight. Yeah, and yeah. what's this one about? You know, I, you know, it's a, it's kind of like, if, honestly, it's about like a maybe like a codependent or toxic relationship. It's not about anything, honestly, in my life. Um, I'm in a very happy relationship, sure. but it's just yeah. So hopefully, awesome. it's perhaps relatable. I don't know. Awesome. Here's Lucky June <laughs> with Shoot Straight. It's gonna shoot at me Being in the crosshairs That's nothing new to me Loving me, loving you Better learn how to shoot straight Light the fuse, walk away Please don't hesitate Loving me, loving you Better learn how to shoot the fuse, walk away, please don't hesitate. Got a mind like a kite stuck in a tall tree. Every time the wind blows, the string is tied to me. Loving me, loving you, it's a whole lot of heartache Light the fuse, walk away, please don't hesitate Loving me, loving you, it's a whole lot of heartache Light the fuse, walk away, please don't hesitate you nine times now it's ten but this circle road just brings me back again loving me loving you better learn how to shoot straight light the fuse walk away but please don't hesitate loving me loving you it's a whole lot of heartache Light the fuse, walk away Please don't hesitate Light the fuse, walk away Please don't hesitate Light the fuse, walk away Please don't hesitate Yeah, <laughs> awesome that was great. Thank um, you. Awesome. So let's bring on our next guest now. Uh, she is a the number two tarot card reader in Milwaukee. Very excited. Maybe we can figure out how our, the rest of our <laughs> 2020 is going to go. Uh, we have a vibe about it, but maybe, you know, we'll see what it's, what's going on. Uh, so please welcome Ritanya. Oh, I don't have oh my goodness. Oh, oh, there I am. Oh, that was so rude. I'm <laughs> hello, sorry, Ritania. Hello, That was lovely. <laughs> Thanks so That's much. That was so beautiful. Do you like uh, Do you like folk music, Ritania? 
I do. I, you know what? I like a lot of music for sure because it sets moods. I love the moods. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite um, musician? My favorite musician. Oh, this is a very tough one. You know, you were talking about that Anita Franco earlier, mm-hmm. and you know, I got a soft spot for her. <laughs> I like to play her right mm-hmm. before I do a reading. It just sets me in a good place, a good mood. She did a song with Ben Gibbard like a couple of years ago, and I can't remember what it was now, Ooh. but I remember really loving it. <laughs> and I can't remember how it is now. But I gotta hear that. Oh, oh, you haven't heard it? Oh, it's Mm-mm. great. Um, man, what is that song called is it, again? Is it on the Spotify? Uh, it is on the Spotify. Okay, good, um, good. Ani, I'm, I'm going to be bothered if I don't look it up. Uh, Ani and Ben Gibbard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't find it. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, um, but well, thank you. Uh, jo- thank you for joining us on the show, Ritania. Uh, so you are the number two tarot card reader in Milwaukee. Yes. Uh, so yes. what is that uh, in ta- – uh, what – First of all, what is tarot uh, for people? Tarot cards. What are they? What is the purpose of them for those who aren't familiar? Well, uh, tarot cards. It, it is a deck of cards, and they choose you. Okay, you you mm-hmm. don't choose them; they choose you. Uh, and it is how you know that you have uh, a gift, mm-hmm. a gift of insight into uh, understanding a little bit more than than is in the material world. Uh, and it it can give you kind of uh, some thoughts and ideas of of where you've been, where you are, and where you are going. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they help they help to guide, and I help to guide them, guide people. Uh, how yeah. did you get in, how did you get uh, interested in in this field? Well, like I said, the cards they always choose you. Okay, so mm-hmm. these cards they chose me one day. So I was at uh, a summer camp. And I was at a bowling alley in the summer camp, and they had one of the, uh, the the machines with the claws. You know, the claw machine. You put the quarter in, and you sometimes, mostly, they just take your money, but sometimes you get something out of them. And I got a deck of tarot cards. Wow! And from that day on, I knew that I had this gift. I had an extra eye, <laughs> and I I was going to use it to help see things for people. Yes. By the way, I feel I very embarrassed. I just realized that I mixed up Amy Mann and Annie DeFranco. <laughs> Amy Mann is amazing. Yeah. Oh, too. But uh, yeah, that's who did the song with Ben Gibbard. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, that would make wait, it hard to find them. Right. Yeah. I'm like, wait, yes. that doesn't sound right. And I looked it up. Yeah, right. It's not Annie DeFranco. It's okay. You know what? Owning up to our mistakes is important. That's Thank how you. we grow. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so you, uh, when did you start? Uh, what What year was it when you uh, when you found the the cards? It was 1998. 1998. So you've been yes. at it for a minute. Yes. Yes. Very mm-hmm. developed. So how do you become? How do you become the number two tarot card? How do you become one of the best tarot card readers in, uh, in in Milwaukee or what is? It? Yeah, Milwaukee. And how do you? rate that well you know it is a difficult rating so i i'm not originally from milwaukee i too really yes i too had i had a big move to the big city Mm -hmm. uh you know i i moved from green bay uh (laughs) to milwaukee and i you know the big city it called to me and i felt like it was a much better place to develop my skills you're originally from green bay i'm from green bay yes go cheese Go cheese. Go cheese. You were born and raised in Green Bay? I was born and raised Green Bay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, And so I moved to the big city in Milwaukee, and I had to develop it, and I I met the community there, and then I I met other people with Mm -hmm. gifts, and they they showed me how to harness mine Mm -hmm. and grow. And, you know, from there, I opened my own business. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do you so how do you rate that? How do you become one of the best? How do you how who, how do you, do people consider you? Well, this is also from an article in the Milwaukee oh, Weekly paper. Okay. The Milwaukee Weekly is the name of it. Okay. And that's where I was rated number two. So then I just put that on my sign. Got it. Mm-hmm. And do you, who's number one? Mm. I don't want to talk about it very oh. much, but... Uh, it's kind I... of begging to be talked about, right? <laughs> okay. Her name is Madri. Madri? Madri. Mm-hmm. What's her deal? She, well, she was a friend of mine. Uh-huh. Okay, when I first moved there, we were we were roommates, okay? Oh, so my Ma- God, they were Madri roommates. <laughs> and I, we were roommates. She helped me develop. And then one day, I came home, and I saw her using my deck. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Is that super taboo? Oh, yes, yes, yes. You do not use a, another person's deck. Yours is yours and theirs is theirs. What happens if they if someone else uses your deck? Well, it, it contains the deck. They, the, the, the decks grow with you. Oh. And as they grow with you, you become, you, you know, kind of um, a team with oh. it. And so it, it could it, it violated could them it. a little bit. It, it, it was very violation, Did, very large. So were you able to continue to use that deck? I you, mean, no other deck has chosen me. So okay. I, I stayed with it. So you had to you had to reinitiate the, the relationship. I did. I did. But, you know, it's it's been a while now. That mm-hmm. was 13 years ago. And, it's and like if you accidentally like smack your cat. It's like, okay, it sucks today, but <laughs> in a couple of years, they won't remember that. Y- yes. <laughs> it's sort of like that. Yes. You're a funny man, I see. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so don't hit your cats. Please don't. Don't hit cats. Uh, sometimes awkward things come up in readings with cats, and I'm always like, no, 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 be nice to the cat. <laughs> if I can be real, I feel so bad because yesterday my cat gets very uh, excited mm-hmm. when uh, she's getting about to get fed, mm-hmm. or you know, she Don't asks you. Don't we all? Yeah, true. <laughs> so she freaks out and runs back and forth, and I'm like getting her food for her, and I'm walking, mm-hmm. and she. She puts her fat little body in front of my uh-huh. leg, and I I don't. It's like it's not a kick, you know. It's just like a step. But it as she's going, it like hits her stomach and just goes like, oh, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. Oh. And it's been sitting with me oh, for the last day. You well, know, she clearly wasn't hurt. But yes, like, and that was accident. It was an accident, but mm-hmm. I still. I don't like it didn't like making that sound happen. Yeah, but did you feed her after that? Of course. Okay, I gave so her a little she extra forgives. too. Yeah. She forgives. Yeah, that's all she wanted. Okay, good. And she yes. she she should know that if she's underneath feet, then there's some right. hazards. There's yeah. some there's some risk right. there. Yes, yes. She learned from that moment. Yeah, she learned. No, she didn't. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, she didn't. Oh, but it, you know what? Though, like I said, I have third eye. I see all your cats is fine. She forgives. Thank you. you. Oh, yes. You have third eye too. Yes, and you know what? It's interesting about third eye. Mm. Mm. So most people think it's in the forehead. Yeah. It's in the chin. The chin? <laughs> yes. I was very surprised when I found it Why in the chin. Why is it in the chin? Well, think about it. Our foreheads get covered up often. Uh-huh. Especially, you know, in the cold winter, I wear hats. Mm-hmm. You can't see third eye out of forehead with hat on. I also have a beard, though, so my third mm. eye is covered. That is a choice. I mean, I, I have a patchy beard, so it's not you know, that that covered. It is just shadowed then. Yeah, you yes. can kind of see. It's like eyelashes. <laughs> yes. from my third eye. Oh my yes, goodness. great. Yes. Uh, so, how did you? When did you first learn that you had a third eye? You were able to awaken your third eye. Uh, it was just, it, it was a little bit after I got the duck. Yes, about two years after I got the deck. So mm-hmm. I was using it, and, you know, it was going okay. And I was learning the cards and learning about the tarot uh, and learning, you know, all the things that surround it. Uh, and then just one day I I woke up, and there it was. It opened up, and then I could see more. I understood it all. Wow. Yes. Just one day. Just one day. One day. Like so, magic. So you brought your tarot deck with you. Do you bring it with you everywhere you go? I do. I do. I also want to say thank you for letting me smudge room before we start today. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't really let you. You were kind of were doing You got. You somehow got in here before I got here. Yes. And, and we're doing you. it. You, I, you're welcome, I guess. I yes. mean, no harm, no foul, I suppose. I don't, yes. I, it's not like... What does that do exactly? I don't really know. Oh, it 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 cleanses the air. It gets rid of the negative, so that oh. it can be a positive experience. No matter. Maybe even... that's why I wasn't so mad that you had broken my window. Yes, exactly, here. exactly. Uh, it fixes things. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Well, the window's still broken. Well, yes, the window is broken, and it shall be broken until it is fixed. Yeah, that's yes. usually how it goes. <laughs> do you have any plans to fix it? Um, I do not. Okay, but. I feel like somebody will. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I hope so. <laughs> yes. I certainly hope so. Yes. Uh, so uh, do you, and do you bring your cards with you just because like you need to have, the, you don't want that to happen again or someone else using your cards or you, you need to be ready to go? I mean, a little, a little bit of both. Okay. Mm-hmm. After, after the incident, mm-hmm. I definitely started to take my cards everywhere. I don't leave them. Yeah. But also I want to offer my gift to whoever wants it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like to have them with me. So if somebody wants a reading, they just have to say, hey, can I have a reading? And then I say, hmm, 
Yes. <laughs> well, can can I have a reading? You can have a reading. Okay, like, good. I would like, it would be, it would be awesome hoping. if you could give a reading to both of us, yeah. if you're comfortable with that, Lucky. I, can, I would love that. I would love to do both readings. Awesome. So one thing about it. Oh, no. They've, they're coming out of the box. It's a very old box. Yeah. Why not get a new box? Oh, no. The box is part of it. Oh. Well, yes. I see. It's very, I don't, I'm not going to touch it. But Yes. <laughs> one thing I do ask, though, is you cannot make fun of my shuffling. Oh, you're, you're not, your shuffle's not great? I cannot shuffle. One would really? think I would learn oh, yeah, you how really, to shuffle. That's, used to, that's how I used to shuffle my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh? You know, the kind of just, yeah, it's a, it's a trading card yeah. game. Oh, battle yes. Game. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just kind of the whole just shoving them into each other method. <laughs> You know what, though? It works. It's effective. It gets the job done. It's effective. So who would like to go first? Um, Lucky, why don't you go I'll first? I'll go first, sure. Excellent. Okay. All right. I would like you to cut the deck. Oh. Cut the All deck. Right. Cut it. Okay. Does it have to be even, or does it not really matter? Do you want me to put this? It does this not matter. Like that? That is perfect. All right. That is perfect. So we are going to do a three-card reading. So it is past, present, future. Oh. Okay? So that is past. Okay. That. Oh. Is present. Uh-huh. Oh, we got the reverse, and that's east future. Uh oh. Okay, and I All right, now let's, let's know describe. these so well. So I'm going. We are going to describe them. So the first one you have, and it is upright towards you. So that mm-hmm. is ten of wands. So there is there is they're kind of like playing cards a little bit. Ooh, like Yu Gi Oh. Looks like a guy yeah. just carrying a bunch of sticks to the front for the yard waste. Well, he is yeah. carrying 10 of them. <laughs> oh. Yeah, composting. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so in the past, you've composted. Well, yeah. Well, you are a funny man. You are a very funny Thank man. Thank you. So this card basically... In the past, um, you felt some sort of burden or extra responsibility, maybe had to work hard, maybe completed something. Mm, okay? okay. Okay. So now we move on to the middle card. The middle card represents your your presence, so mm-hmm. your right now. Uh, let's describe this one. And it's faced away from you, yes. Uh, and it's like, a, I can't see it that well. It's like an old man. Uh, what's he doing? He's he's chiseling. He's carving. Chiseling. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So this oh. is uh, the suit of pentacles. It is the three of pentacles. But what is what is interesting about it to you right now? Is it is it upright or is it upside down? Upside down. Ah. So this means the card is reversed. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-huh. So. Uh, the present is you are working alone, and maybe there's a, a little lack of harmony going on hmm. from that. Okay, now we go to future. So future, oh, this card looks very dark, but a lot of times when things are dark, they're actually pretty good. Especially when they're reversed, hmm. maybe? Yes, sometimes that is good. It's like uh, someone in a dark cloak kind of facing downwards, looking at a spilled cup of red Bread juice. Yeah, but pretty much looks like the Grim Reaper with a bunch of blood in front of it. So yeah. I don't know. It looks yeah. like I'm kind of a little bit worried. But it's reversed. <laughs> and boy, they were. <laughs> so it's, you're going you're gonna to kill somebody. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, so this card. Okay, so this is Five of Cups. Okay. okay. Cups. Um, and I'm going to tell you about the upright because it is good. It's upside down. Okay, so okay. upright would be like a regret or a failure. So in okay. reverse, though, the future holds some self-forgiveness and moving on. So okay. moving oh. towards towards good things. That right. is good. Good things. I yes. like it. Those so, are those are good. Those are all was, very good things. That was a good one. Yes. Mm, thank you all right, so my much. My turn. I will say sometimes I do get nervous because once in a while yeah, there is give some that bad are. News. Yes, mm. that is always the hardest part. But you know what? Nothing is set in stone. So, uh, really? So there's not really any point to doing this at all? Well, no. It's kind of saying if you keep in the same, oh. that's, that's okay. where you will be Sorry. going. No offense. I, did, oh. I, did, yes. I, I know that came off callous. I apologize. Well, it's okay. It did, but it's okay. I forgive. Thank you. Okay. You, uh, would you like to cut? Yes, I will cut the deck uh, here and then put this on top. There we go. Fantastic. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So what... Uh, what uh, have you had any like people had breakdowns while doing this at all? I mean, you know, sometimes oh, these are all upside down. Uh, oh. Sometimes there, you know, people get a little emotional, but that's why I remind people this is a, a kind of an idea mm. to work from. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is not like uh, I mean, like astrology is like that too. Mm-hmm. Astrology is ideas. Just because it says it does not mean it's going to happen. That's true. 
people get a little too caught up in it. They say, I'm a Capricorn. I am a Capricorn. Really? Yes. Oh, maybe Ooh. I have a, my third eye uh, peeking through. <laughs> yes. Very good. Very good. Wow. I'm a, well, guess what I am? You are an Aries. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Yes. Wow. I am very good at this. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. So you're a past one here. So you want to describe it? You've been doing very good at describing them. Uh, Yeah. So it's... It kind of reminds me of the, uh, the 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 symbol of health a little bit, like you know, with the snake around yeah. the the uh, the staff of Asclepius, as we discussed a couple oh. weeks ago on the show. Um, but yeah, it's like uh, oh, I'm sorry, I touched the card. No, you uh, can touch the card. You oh, just okay. can't like do what I, I, I can't do. Fiddle with them. Yes. Uh, so it's a a sword, and I guess it's upside down for me, but it's facing straight up, um, and it's got kind of a looks like some flowery wreath uh wrapped mm. around it kind of like the snake is in the in the, the health yes thing. and it's uh in front of a bunch of clouds yes so this is the ace of swords mm-hmm. okay so that swords being the another ace of swords <laughs> exactly <laughs> And uh, it, it is it upright or upside down? Upside down. It is upside down. So this is the past. So in the past, there might have been um, some inner clarity or rethinking of an idea, maybe a little bit of clouded judgment about something. Uh-huh. Okay. So we're going to move on to present. And this is actually the Knight of Cops. So do you want to explain what he looks like? The Knight of Cops? Cops. Cops. <laughs> I don't see no cops on this. Um, so he's got the cop. Can I turn him around to look? You at can him? turn him around. To okay, look at so him. we we know he was upside down, uh, but he oh, he's interesting looking. He's he looks like like Mr. Bubble if he was oh. turned into a knife. Oh my god, a knife. Uh, he's like a, a horse with a mane made out of it looks like either suds or clouds. I think, um, and he's got like a like a like a snail or like a some sort of I don't know what kind of helmet that is. It's some sort of like seashell helmet oh, thing. Uh, and he's riding very triumphantly, and he's holding a cup with a heart on it. Yes, very good. Uh, so we're going to mix the upright and the reverse because I want to. Oh. Uh, so the reversed is overactive imagination and moody. But the mm. upright is creativity, romance, charm, imagination, beauty. So sometimes they're not exactly opposite. Oh. So you do have to remember Sounds that. Sounds like you're just trying to make me happy. No, <laughs> it's it's good card. <laughs> I mean, I have been both... a little moody lately, to be honest. Uh, you know, they both have to do with creativity, so that Great. is good. So you well, are good. in creativity, and then the last one, King of Pentacles. Do you want to describe King him? King of Pentacles. I... Okay. Oh man. Uh, so he's a. He looks kind of like me. <laughs> he's got a beard. Uh, well, he is your future. Oh great. Well, uh, he's very uh, ornate. He's surrounded by looks like grapevines and. Uh, he's wearing like purple, the color of kings, and uh, he's wearing he has like a plate that has oh. uh, a, a, the pentagram. On very it. self-satisfied looking. Yeah, very self. He, he seems happy. Yeah, but it's upside down. So. Well, wah <laughs> wah. <laughs> Again, it doesn't always reverse exactly. Uh-huh. Uh Like mm. I will tell you, actually, the death card is usually a good card to get. Do you say death card? Yes, there. This is a death, death card. card. No, this is not a death oh. card. Oh, I'm just God. saying that sometimes the cards don't tell us exactly. You freaked me out. I'm sorry, but the death card is one of the best cards. How to is get. it one of the best cards to get? Because it doesn't mean death as in dying. It means moving oh, to a new I see. thing. Like That's what I. Like, a, yes. like like shedding the skin of yes. your past. Mm. Um, and sense. so these cards right here, it means, oh, apparently if you continue, you will be obsessed with wealth and status and a little stubborn. Oh, that sounds about right. <laughs> yes, But you can always reverse it back. So we'll do that. And then it will be wealth, business, leadership, security, and abundance. It's two sides of the same coin, right? It's, like yeah. you can either become obsessed with it, but still be successful. Yeah. Well, ex- and exactly. This is future. So you, you make your own make future. Make your choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see myself becoming very vain on accident. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, no, no. It sounds, you know, uh, that was very fun. Um, it sounds like there's a lot of of positive spinning on some of these things. Is there ever a time where you're showing like a, a future card or some sort of card and 
you got to tell someone the hard truth. I mean, sometimes it does happen, but you don't become number two in Milwaukee by like <laughs> just laying it out there. Sometimes, yeah. you know, you got to use you gotta a little bit of a, yes, you got to like a, you think like a salesman a little mm-hmm. bit. And so you soften the blow, you, you put it a little bit more gingerly. Uh, and again, everything, you take everything with a grain of salt. Would you be able to do it on yourself? Yes. Ooh. I can pull just one card on myself if you would like me to just pull one card. No, I want you to do three. You want me to do all three? Yeah, because okay. then what would it mean? Would it be the past, present, or future? Uh, you can use, if you put like a thought in your head, it can help you sway with thought. Yeah. There's all sorts of layouts. The three is just very simple. Okay. Straightforward. But yes, I will do it. Let's Again, do, do not look at my shuffling. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm very entertained by the shuffling, <laughs> to be honest with you. That was a good one. It works. It does work. Okay, so I got the past. I got the You didn't split the deck. Oh, reshuffled. Oh, number two. (laughs) I got nervous because everybody watches me shuffle. Uh, Yeah, let's look away. Okay. Uh, How are you doing, Lucky? (laughs) I'm good. Good. Do you have any questions for for our tarot card reading friend here? Oh, goodness. I mean, the rating system of being number two was was very interesting. Do you have any any plans to overtake your, your nemesis and regain your top spot? You know what? I do, but I'm yeah. not going to stoop to her level. Okay. Uh, I, I I want to be um, I want to be fair. So I'm just going mm-hmm. to do it the old fashioned way okay. and just be, be better. The best. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. So you have. Oh, it looks like from the past you have the King of Pentacles. I do. Okay. Pentacles. So, but I have him in the upright, which, as I Uh-oh. recall, is probably a bit better. Yeah. Um, you have them in the upright, and he is in your past. Yes. So in my past, I was too materialistic, which this is very true and a little bit stubborn. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I I sought out the the physical comforts a little too much. Sure. Okay, this is mm. true. When I first moved to Big City, I was a little bit, little bit much. <laughs> um, so then I, uh, and the, the present is I have these six of pentacles. Okay. So this is upside down though. He's reversed and he is a man. He is holding up a bunch of scales and there are a bunch of people reaching for his, his pentacles. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is any, a pentacle? A pentacle is uh, the star inside yeah. of a circle. So the five-sided star. I see. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's not um, a pentagram. Well, I think that is, it can be. Sure. I think they are related. Got it. They they come from the same source. Cut from the same cloth. <laughs> yes. Uh, so in reverse, this is lessons in charity to be learned, mm. which I feel like I am learning them. New employment. Oh, my. Yeah. And you just new, get a new courage. Job? Well, you know, I did open up new shop. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so wow. new interest in spiritual matters. Mm-hmm. matters. So I, that's. Very interesting to yeah. me. And then last we have the we, star. We have the star. This is the mm. first major arcana we got, which is not one of the four suits. It is like extra. And these cards are like extra, extra. So Ooh. they're a little bit like stronger. Ooh. So this one, the star, but it is reversed. Does anybody want to describe it? Yeah. Uh, Lucky, why don't you describe it? Looks like oh. a, well, it looks like a naked person sitting by a puddle. <laughs> Yeah. That was a great description. <laughs> Very <laughs> accurate. It is a naked person sitting by a puddle with a star above their head. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, no. So if I continue, if I continue, I could end up being lazy and indifferent, unrealized hopes, arrogant pride, delays, loss of hope or faith. And that's because it's upside down. Yeah. Because it's, yes, in reverse. If it was not in reverse, it would probably be a lot more positive. Mm-hmm. But I kind of see this as if I keep with the past of like the wanting of the, mm. the greater things and focusing on that and like kind of going forward with that, that it probably will not be the best. Mm. Like maybe go back to like my, my roots, go mm-hmm. back to the day I was at the claw machine. Yeah. And mm. I first got that this. feeling. <laughs> yes. 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 Awesome. Well, thanks so much for sharing that with us. That's, mm-hmm. That Thank was amazing. Uh, I feel I feel a, a sense of clarity, same and truth. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, let's 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 bask in that feeling uh, by hearing another song. Oh, Ooh, okay. Yes. <laughs> what is this next song that you'll be showing us called? It is called uh, "Change My Luck." Change my luck. And what's this one about? Uh. 
you know, it's really just kind of another like existential kind of crisis sort of song. I mean, honestly, I was sitting uh, this past summer. I was really obsessed with finding uh, four leaf clovers. I was successful. I did find a four leaf, an actual four leaf clover. I would spend a lot of time in various front yards, not just my own and curb grass, just sit there and looking for. So I just was thinking about finding a four leaf clover in the song just evolved from that. So the name like Lucky is very apt. <laughs> totally. <laughs> awesome. Here's Change My Luck. Yeah. Bye. Lucky Sorry. June. Thank you. I've been looking for a four-leaf clover Hoping it will change my luck Been sitting here over an hour I'm fixing to give up Everybody says I'm fine Cause I got a job but I got no time And a sweetheart who wants to be mine But I'm stuck And the shadows of the city Lie on me like a thousand pounds Wanna leave it all behind me Feel how the emptiness sounds Everybody says I'm fine Cause I got a job but I got no time And a sweetheart who wants to be mine But I'm stuck I just can't accept that this is as good as it ever will get And I'll die with my regrets if I'm stuck Everybody says I'm fine Cause I got a job but I got no time And a sweetheart who wants to be mine But I'm stuck I've been looking for a four-leaf clover Hoping it will change my luck Been sitting here over an hour I'm fixing to give up Yeah! Excellent stuff. That was so good. That's a fun song. (laughs) Uh, awesome. So, guys, uh, we are almost towards the end of our show, uh, and we will be playing a game here in a minute. But before we do, uh, we have a friend. Uh, his name is Billy, and he's got a freaking bucket list. And he has been uh, going <laughs> through that bucket list and telling us all about uh, his adventures and his l- success and failures with it uh, and adding stuff to it. So let's uh, go. Let's bring it uh, to Billy and uh, with Billy's bucket list. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Billy's Bucket List. If you've never listened to this show before, it's a show where I go through my bucket list, tell you the stuff that I've done, and tell you the stuff I'm gonna do. And I gotta say, I've been getting sick and tired of the comments asking me to put on my bucket list to get on a spaceship and fly to Mars. Because you know what? I know that's just your guys' way of trying to get rid of me. But you know what? Now that I think about it, I am gonna put that on my bucket list. I am gonna go to frickin' Mars, and I'm gonna come back with a frickin' Martian, and I'm gonna track down every single one of you that put that on, that told me to put that on my bucket list, and I'm gonna shoot you with Martian lasers. So I guess that's bucket list item number 173. Go about, go to Mars, come back with a Martian, and kill my enemies. Can't wait to share the update on that one with you. Another new item I'm adding to my bucket list is item bucket list item number 174. Give my mom a goddamn sponge bath for once. Every time I've tried, I've been told to give my mom a sponge bath in the past. She, I've chickened out in the last moment. And there's just some sort of energy there between me and my mom, and I, 
I, I can't I haven't been able to face it yet. But I think uh, this time I, I really want to make it happen. It'll really put a smile on my mom's face, which is quite rare these days since her stepbusband died. I mean, I guess he's just her he was just her husband, but he was my stepdad, and I hated him. Also, bucket list item number 177 that I'm adding to the bucket list is get a brand new Dodge Charger. It's always been on my list to get one of those fancy, souped-up sports cars. And uh, as you guys know, I mostly had a Fiat in the last couple of years. And it's fine, it works, and it does the job. But I really want something that's going to make people wheel around and turn their heads. Especially when I'm driving down the highway. Now let's move on to the segment where I go through all the bucket list items I've accomplished since the last episode. Bucket list item number 683. That's right, guys. We're bringing it all the way to the top. You guys asked for it, and I did it. I, bucket list item number 683 was to go into the McDonald's drive-thru and ask for a Whopper. <laughs> They did not like it, to be honest with you. And I gotta say, it was exciting going in that, sitting in that drive-thru, knowing that when it was my turn to go, I was gonna make their day miserable by asking for a sandwich they don't even sell there. So when it came up to the time, and I'm at the window, and they say... Hey, welcome to McDonald's. How may I help you today? And I say, hey, how are you today? And then he said, good, what can I get for you? And I said, I'd like a Whopper meal. <laughs> and he said, did you mean Big Mac? <laughs> and guess what I said? No, I mean a Whopper. This is Burger King, right? <laughs> they said, no, sir, you're at a McDonald's. Check the Golden Arches. And I said, all right, I'll have a Big Mac. <laughs> it felt great to frickin' mess with them like that. So bucket list item number 693 was a rousing success. Now, unfortunately, I have to tell you about a failure that I did, and I don't normally like to talk about these. But bucket list item number 284. That's right, guys. The bucket list item where I was going to the auto show and tried to steal one of their vehicles and drive it off a cliff like Thelma and Louise minus Louise did not go as planned. So I got into the auto show. No problem. Got into the vehicle, no problem. It was one of those 1974 Camaros. No problem so far. But Bill Goldberg, the wrestler, was presenting the Camaro, for it was his Camaro. He didn't like that. So he, I started up the engine, and I started driving. But this guy is as fast as a goddamn gazelle. And he was chasing after me. And I drove through the bay windows, and he was still on my tail, right, driving, running at about 70 miles per hour like a goddamn rhinoceros. And I'm driving down the street, and I'm like, I certainly got to get away from this guy at a, this at a certain point. I know I turned around, and he is staring at me straight eye to eye right next to me. He grabs the door, and he rips it off with one pull, and, I, and then he spears me through the friggin' side of the door, and we both go tumbling down. And we had this really romantic moment when he was on top of me, where it was a very sexually charged moment. But it was ruined when we hit an old woman dry, riding the bike, her bike to work. She worked at the McDonald's that I was talking about earlier, and she died. Good stuff, though, guys. Well, thanks so much for tuning in to Billy's Bucket List. Next time, we'll be talking about bucket list item number 183. That's right. I'm finally going to try it. I'm finally going to give my dad a present for his birthday. I hope it goes well, because I really want him to be proud of me. He's going to be proud. This has been Billy's Bucket List. So long, skanks. Yeah! 
Good job, Billy. Stay safe out there. Uh, so, guys, we're near the end of our show, uh, but before we do, we have a very fun game that we will be playing. It is called... Is it... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wikipedia on Shuffle. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm really into this. It's not playing, but anyway, that's fine. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, you know, I'm gonna let's try that again. <laughs> Play with the Wikipedia on Shuffle. Yeah, that's a more fun one. Oh yes. Yeah. All right. Wikipedia on Shuffle. Uh, so in this game, uh, to, when making this game, I clicked the random article button uh, on Wikipedia and found some really great articles with some really weird names. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the name of the article and you and I'll uh, give you some multiple choice answers and you got to tell me uh, what that article is about. Uh, sound fun? I love it. Sound uh, makes sense? Sweet. I um, won't even use my third eye for this. I will put it the good. way. That, that would be yes. cheating. Yeah. Uh, and I'll know. Yeah. Uh, so you will go one at a time. Okay. Uh, and if you guys uh, could, you guys uh, are tied at the end, then we'll make it to the freaking tiebreaker bonus wow. round. Uh, sound good? Uh, and the winner uh, gets um, to touch the tarot deck. <laughs> Just to, get oh, to touch goodness. it. Just to touch it, though. Okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. So, <clears throat> Lucky. Yes. The Wikipedia article that I found for you is Clunk Click Every Trip. <laughs> is Clunk Click Every Trip the name of a Grateful Dead B-side? Is it the name of a British seatbelt PSA campaign? The name of a cost savings Delta Airlines rewards program? <laughs> or is it the sound of a doo-wop singing robot makes when falling down the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I really like the doo-wop singing robot, but I do think it's the British seatbelt campaign. The name of a British seatbelt PSA campaign? Yeah. Lucky, you are... <laughs> Suspense. It's supposed to play... <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yes, you're right. All <laughs> right. It's not playing it anymore. It's not playing my good good sounds. I'll find it. Uh, yes, clunk click every trip <laughs> is the slogan uh, for a. Se- oh, the site crashed. <laughs> oh, uh, well, just the soundboard site. It's fine. Uh, the clunk trick every clunk click every trip is the slogan of a series of British public information films commencing in the summer of 1970. The advertisements highlight the dangers of traffic collisions and reminded drivers that the first thing they should do after closing the door clunk is fasten their seatbelt. Click. These advertisements help lay the groundwork for a compulsory seatbelt used in the front seat of a vehicle which came into force on 31st of January 1983 in the UK. Although I would love to hear a collaboration between that robot and the Grateful Dead. I, yeah. (laughs) A doo-wop Grateful Dead song sung by a robot. I would love that. See? We're we're discovering great things. Uh, (laughs) Wikipedia on on Shuffle is great fun. Uh, All right. Ritania. Yes. Your word or your article that you will be uh, deliberating over is Mart Lar, spelled M A R T space L A A R. Is Mart oh. Lar the name of a planet from Star Trek the original series? The name of one or B, the name of one of the oldest street markets in Turkey? C, the name of a former Estonian prime minister? Or D, a type of Australian bread made out of kangaroo milk. Oh my goodness. These are very difficult. I really hope it's not kangaroo milk, so I will not choose that one. I would like to go with answer B. B, the name of one of the oldest street markets in Turkey? Yes, Turkey. Ritania. Yes, I'm waiting. <laughs> Ritania. Oh, no. You are oh, incorrect. Oh, I'm no. sorry. It is actually the I name of the look on a your former face. Estonian prime minister. Mart Lar is an Estonian politician and historian. He served as the prime minister of Estonia from 1992 to 1994 and 1992 to 19, 2002. Uh, he was once declared by the Estonian Newspaper Association. Uh, their years, the press, their years press friend. Uh, and uh, it was the first time that award was given. But in 2001, he was also given the award of years press enemy. Whoa. Wow. Versatile. Uh, 
Uh, Mart Lar is also how you say the phrase my layer in a heavy valley girl accent. Mart Lar. <laughs> Come down to Mart Lar. <laughs> so, oh, my God. oh, wow. We are learning a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Uh, Lucky, yeah. your word, that your next word. Uh, so we're one yeah. for zero right now. Yes. So right now, Lucky, you're le- leading by one point. But you can still come back. Don't worry. Okay. Um, all right. Lucky, mm-hmm. your word is Sorcerer's Apprentice Syndrome. Oh. Is Sorcerer's Apprentice <laughs> Syndrome A, the name of an internet network protocol flaw, B, a mental disorder where inanimate objects appear to come to life. C, a punk song by the band The Rotten Dolls. Or D, an STD contracted electronically when you look up Mickey Mouse foot fetish pictures. <laughs> okay. I'd like to know the demographic group of the people doing the Mickey Mouse search. I do think it's the Hand inanimate. In the <laughs> I think it's the inanimate objects coming to life. Thing. B, a mental yeah. disorder where inanimate objects appear to come to life? Yes. I'm yeah. sorry, Lucky. Actually, oh. it was the name of an internet network protocol flaw. You wow. see, Sorcerer's Apprentice Syndrome <laughs> is a network protocol flaw in the original versions of TFTP, in which after named after the Sorcerer's Apprentice segment of Fantasia because the details of its operations closely resemble the disaster that befalls the Sorcerer's Apprentice. The problem results in an ever-growing replication of every packet in the transfer. Hmm. Another syndrome, uh, and you know, just a fun fact. Another syndrome uh, named after a segment of Fantasia is Night on Bald Mountain Syndrome, which is what <laughs> will describe the night where I finally panic from my receding hairline and wax my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <sighs> I should have done breathing exercises before this. <laughs> um. All right. So you guys are still one for zero. Okay. Ritania, you can tie it up right here. Okay. Well. Uh, okay. Ritania. Okay, yes. yes. Your word is whoa, whoa, whoa. quiet. <laughs> Headington. Uh, okay. Is Headington a the name of Paddington Bear's rude cousin? <laughs> B the fourth most popular Welsh surname from 1987 to 1999. C a village and civil parish in England. Or D the name of my butler who lets me fall asleep on his lap every night. Oh, how I wish I could think you had a butler. But I think it is the name of the city. Of the name of a village and civil parish in England? Yes. Britannia. Yes. I'm so nervous. Oh, my goodness. That's absolutely correct. Headington is a village and civil parish in Wiltshire, England, three miles, five kilometers south of Cain. Although if Paddington Bear did have a rude cousin named Headington, I think he would very well fit in somewhere as drab and ordinary as Headington, England. Yes, sir. I think he might indeed. I mean, there is still time. <laughs> yeah. Great. So we are tied one for one, Ooh, which means uh-oh. we are tied going in to the bonus round. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> bonus round music. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what we will do, uh, so how the bonus round works, it's kind of flipped a little bit. So I'm going to give you the name of the article. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, oh, wait, no, it's not flipped a little bit. It's working exactly the same way. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I flip it a little bit, but it works the exact same way this time. Are you just trying to trick us right yes. now? Yes. <laughs> All right. So it's, I'm going to give you the name of the article, and whoever, and I, you can't say it until the, I get all, give all answers out, but whoever gives the name first or gives the letter first is the winner. So you've mm. got to be quick. Okay. It's got to be quick. Okay. All right. Uh, so him, him, him. The word, the uh, article name is Grand Rapids Medical Corridor North Pedestrian Tunnel. (laughs) Is the Grand Rapids Medical Corridor North Pedestrian Tunnel A, a Sufjan Stevens song? (laughs) B, a painting from Michigan-based photographer Paolo Lincoln? C, a tunnel in Grand Rapids, Michigan, connecting the Lemon Holton Oncology Center and with Butterworth Hospital and Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. <laughs> or D, the name of my butler who lets me fall asleep on his lap every night. <laughs> Whoever goes first. I, I guess C. C? C. Is that, you think C, the Grand Rapids Medical Corridor North Pedestrian Tunnel, is a yeah. tunnel in Grand Rapids, Michigan, connecting the Lemon Holton Oncology <laughs> Center with Butterworth Hospital and Helen DeVos Children's Hospital? Yeah, yes, maybe. <laughs> Possibly. Britannia. 
Oh, no. That is oh! correct. <laughs> yes, that is right. The Grand Rapids Medical Corridor North Pedestrian Tunnel is a tunnel that passes under Michigan Street, a busy thoroughfare. Construction was accomplished using the new Austrian tunneling method without disrupting the traffic moving on the street above. In 2007, it received the ABC and WMC Construction Award from the Associated Builders and Contractors, Western Michigan Chapter. It's also the name of my butler. <laughs> that is fantastic. Somebody needs to contact Sufjan, too. Yeah. That is a missed opportunity. It's so, totally. That was yes. the hardest one. So I'm surprised you got that yeah. one right. I'd like to know the person who decided, like, this needs a Wikipedia article, like, stat. Like, there, people me. are going to be Googling this. You click random and you get some <laughs> interesting stuff. That is surprising that you got Grand Rapids. <laughs> I, I was very excited about that, yeah. <laughs> of all the things in the... Yeah. You, I swear, half the time it's just, like, some obscure football player from Japan or something. Right. or Or it's... Like a weird village in in Pakistan, right? <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's usually how it goes. But thank you guys. Yeah. That is. Oh, I gotta pull up my soundboard again. I thought we were done with the soundboards, but we're not. <laughs> that is how you play Wikipedia on <laughs> Shuffle. Yeah, <laughs> I like that game. I think I'm gonna bring it back in the future. I love it. <laughs> yeah, great, great. Yes. Uh, awesome. Thanks so much for being on the show, though, both of you guys. That we have reached the end of our show. Uh, where can uh, what, what, anything you would like to plug, Ratanya? I mean, it is a, a little bit unrelated to me, but uh, I've heard a, a podcast called Detroit Strange mm-hmm. that people should listen to. Also on Planet uh, Podcast. Yes. And also on February 13th, I have heard that there is a showing of the Vagina Monologues mm. at the Emerald Theater in Mount Clemens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is, it's a good show and it supports a really good place. Uh, in uh, Mount Clemens called Turning Point, which which helps check uh, it out. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, thank you so much for that. And uh, Lucky, where can people find more from you? Any upcoming shows? Yeah, all that stuff. Um, I'm playing Hamtramck Music Fest uh, in the tw- uh, 28th uh, at uh, Cafe 1923. And yeah. then my band, I'm in, um, I don't know why I didn't mention this earlier, I'm in a band called Macho, oh, yeah. Macho Detroit. We play a lot. We're playing Hamtramck Music Fest on Saturday at the Port Bar, uh, 29th of February. And um, we just recorded an EP and we play all the time. It's like a Riot Girl band. So Awesome. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you both so much for being on the show. We'll be back next week on my freaking birthday (laughs) with Sean Hanlon and Mikey Brown of the Detroit Musical. Uh, Bye. (laughs) The Michael Dupree Variety Hour is powered by Pinecast and is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network. If you like what you heard today, give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts if you're so inclined. And uh, follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Wow, that was great.